say it again. Next on Fatherhood Friday. This Kobe stuff is crazy, crazy. He's one of them dudes, man, it's like, you don't know him, but you feel like you know him. You feel like you know this guy, like it's a real loss, like like real tears welled up my eyes, like what? Kobe's dead? I mean, it, it's crazy, man. You know, his little daughter, um, and they just now starting to release more and more people that were on the, on the, on the, um, on the helicopter it's crazy man so yeah i'm, I'm shot um tripping um it's nuts it's nuts um wow i'm just I'm, I'm speechless i was watching some interviews doc rivers tearing up brian shaw different ones um lebron was talking about as a matter of fact while lebron and then we're playing the sixers last night we beat him by the way he passed Kobe on the all-time list. And Kobe's tweeting to him like, yo, man, congrats. Crazy, man. Stuff is crazy, man. This, this life is so short. And we have to, we got to do the most with, with, with the time that we have. Everything has got to be done, you know, with the passion and with the desire to, to really please God and accomplish our, our purpose. of Marvin Gaye. What's going on, Fatherhood Friday fans? This is Chalmer back for season three, episode two, giving it to you through the iPhone A plus as usual. And um, I don't know how to say it. So I'm gonna just come out and say it. Um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter passed away January 26, 2000. 20. Man, I'm still blown back, still trying to process um, him passing away. And it just kind of goes to show you that tomorrow is not promised. And um, before we kind of get into today's subject, I um, just want to apologize to you uh, for last week not having an episode um, I know I was saying last month in December uh, that it's been a busy month and it's still carrying over. And I believe it's it's being uh, purposed that way because I am planting seeds, uh, planting seeds and, 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 and waiting for the harvest. And so 
Um, I might reduce my episodes to just twice a month um, because I want to give you guys uh, quality. Um, I don't want to just throw anything together just to just to say I put it out there and just to say that you know, uh, quantity over quality. I try to do my best to give you a quality episode, um, so that you can have something to chew on, something to digest, something to laugh at, something to be informed by, something to be, uh, blessed by, um, and the list goes on and on. And so, uh, I apologize. Like I said, I'm, I'm in the midst of, typing a book. I'm almost done. Actually, I got about 18,000 words. Um, and the goal was to get to 20 or more. And so I'm almost done. Um, I'm in a couple of organizations now, uh, which I will talk about later in season three. Um, and so it's hard to find time to have an episode because I usually like to, um, prepare for my episodes, whether it's prayer, whether it's research, um, even shooting from, from the heart. Um, I'm, I'm more prepared than you think because I've been dwelling on it. I've been meditating on it. I've been thinking about it. And so, um, I just wasn't ready, uh, last Friday. Um, but today, uh, we're going to do an episode on Kobe Bryant and the Mamba mentality. Um, a good friend of mine that was on the soundbite of the intro uh, was saying what many people felt like just devastated and, and tripping and just couldn't believe uh, that Kobe Bryant just passed away. Uh, five-time NBA uh, champion, two-time MVP, uh, third all-time lead scorer up until LeBron James recently passed him, uh, children's book writer, uh, coach of the Kobe Bryant Basketball Academy for his, uh, I think two of his daughters. Um, I think he wrote uh, or, or directed a, document, a documentary that he won an Oscar for. And so, you know, we, we saw Kobe Bryant from, from 17 up until now. And so with that many years in the public spotlight, we felt like we knew him. And uh, I, I don't think we knew him personally, but we knew his mentality. And this was a guy uh, that one of his quotes was um, the mama mentality to be the best version of yourself. Uh, it's a constant quest to be better today than you were yesterday. Um, and now after his death, I understand why, because tomorrow is not promised. And so it, you don't want to be remembered by a person that was just average, um, by a person that didn't accomplish what you were destined to accomplish, uh, before this earth began. And so, uh, Kobe Bryant did a book, uh, the mama mentality and talked about, I haven't read the book, but I've, I've read inserts of the book. He talks about basketball on a high IQ level as it relates to his mentality, as it relates to his mindset and how he believed that he was better than even Michael Jordan. 
some people would argue that he was a carbon copy of Michael Jordan, but even having that mentality takes a lot in itself um, to come up with. And so really just striving for greatness. And we all know people like that, that wake up every day and is striving to be great in their accomplishments and their goals and their activities and their worth ethic. Um, One news reporter said that they saw him in the gym uh, three hours before the game start. And so he started working out with him and after about an hour he quit and he asked Kobe, why are you still practicing? Um, it's only one or two o'clock in the afternoon. He said, because nobody is going to outwork me. <sighs> nobody is going to outwork me. And so putting in the time is what unlocks the potential to strength, to excellence, uh, to grace. Uh, the apostle Paul put it this way for I am what I am by the grace of God. His grace was not in vain. I worked harder than them all. Not I, but the grace of God that was within me. Whether then it is or they, uh, this what we preach and this is what we believe. I think, I don't know if Kobe Bryant was a believer or not. I can't honestly answer that. I can't say if he believed in God or if he was living for God. But what is true is that he worked hard. He worked harder than a lot of NBA players in his era. I think uh, oftentimes he complained about Shaquille O'Neal not having the same worth ethic as Kobe Bryant. And if he did have the same worth ethic as Kobe Bryant, they probably would have won uh, more championships. And I think that's my focus is that when we have that mentality of Kobe Bryant, things uh, will come to us that we're we're not even thinking about things such as uh, favor, uh, things such as um, trophies and accomplishments and um, things that you set out to do actually manifest because we had that that Mamba mentality. Um, and are we perfect? No. And if we look at uh, Kobe Bryant's life, uh, he didn't live a life of perfection. He had his ups and his downs um, from, from the time of him coming into the NBA and people uh, considering him standoffish and, and, and arrogant and not sociable. Um, from the time of him uh, got caught cheating and eventually uh, there was reports made of him making rape charges, which were uh, later dropped. Uh, from the time of him breaking his Achilles and, and rupturing his Achilles and being out for two to three years before his final season of returning uh, in 2016. And so it's not about being perfect, but what it, but what it is about is effort. What it is about is working hard. Um, because as I began to examine, uh, Kobe Bryant, the, the one thing that will stick out to me 
about his memory is the last image we saw of him as when he was at a basketball game with his daughter explaining the rules of the game, explaining strategy or whatever he was talking about. That's how he'll be remembered. And you got to ask yourself, how are you going to be remembered? Because if tomorrow is not promised, we want to know that that last time somebody saw us, that last time somebody heard about us, whether it was online, in the media, in person, was it something good? Was it something bad? Was it something indifferent? Was it something impactful? And we also want to know and, and send our condolences and prayers out to his wife and his other three kids. He had four girls, four girls. And so his I'm pretty sure his wife, Vanessa, is impacted. I'm pretty sure the other three girls are impacted because they not only lost a dad, but they lost a, a, a sister and a daughter. Not to mention the host of the other eight people that were on the plane, such as uh, the coaches and families from uh, this this youth basketball academy that he founded that were on the plane when it went down. We want to keep those guys in prayer and we, we want to reach out to those guys if we are connected to them online or however we are connected. And so we have to use Kobe's life as a way of empowering ourselves and know that Kobe Bryant, with all his flaws, like I just said earlier, with all his missteps and misfortunes, we can say he lived his best life. We can say that he left it all on the table and that he was still striving to be more outside of the game of basketball. That basketball, his 20-year career, that wasn't that wasn't what was going to define him. It was going to be more. And he was doing more uh, behind the scenes, in front of the camera. He had a show on ESPN for those sports fans called Details, where he breaks down uh, the game, breaks down the game of basketball as it relates to certain individual players and freezes the camera and shows them why they did this move, why they set this pivot, this pass, this shot, what happens if they would have took this shot. Like Kobe Bryant was highly intelligent. And so he used he used the best version of himself by being himself to offer us things to the world that can be impactful. And that is the Mamba mentality. That is uh, what we should all want to strive to be uh, as fathers. And it, it doesn't really have nothing to do with basketball, but it has more to do with the mindset, a mindset of being the best version of yourself, to be on a constant quest to be better yesterday than you were to be better today than you were yesterday. Sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. Um, and he thought he was better than Michael Jordan. And some would argue he is and some would argue he isn't. 
Um, but it's not about comparison. It's about the mindset of greatness and the cost that comes uh, associated with. And I believe that's why so many people uh, are impacted by Kobe Bryant. I think also what impacted me as it relates to Kobe Bryant and his daughter is that the day of his death, I was going to a daddy and daughter hair event. And what it was, was I was, uh, there was an event put on by an organization called The Man and Me. Um, and they put on a hair event to teach dads how to do uh, your daughter's hair. And your boy Chalmer participated, participated in it. And right before I was getting ready to go, I got the word from a good friend of mine. And it just rocked me because I'm like, his he died and his daughters died. And here I am, you know, wanting to connect with my daughter by doing her hair, wanting to find a way to bond with her. And here we have a father and a daughter that just passed away. And so, which leads me to my second thing is that we can't take people for granted. You know, sometimes we have to set aside how we feel. Sometimes we have to set aside our differences and stop procrastinating and pick up the phone and call someone because nobody knows uh, when their last day is going to be. And so a lot of times, fathers, men, when we keep putting it off, when we keep thinking, oh, I'll call them tomorrow, I'll call them when I get around to it, tomorrow could be too late to reconcile, um, to make things right. And so it made me want to get closer to my family. It made me want to get closer to my daughter, my wife, um, my son, and really cherish the time that I have with them, um, because that's all you have is time. Sometimes you don't have money. Sometimes you don't have places to go. Sometimes you don't have all the fancy things that some other people get, but what you do have is time. And the thing about time is once it's gone, it's gone. You can't get it back. Um, and so I really want you guys that are listening to focus in on his mentality more than the NBA player himself. Um, because we can go, we can talk about stats and we can talk about, you know, him getting drafted and him playing for the Lakers for 20 years and, you know, coaches and all that stuff. But I think the mind, the Mamba mentality mindset is, is what's going to be remembered because that's who he was and that's what he resembled and that's what he uh, lived every day of his life on and off the court. And so I wanted to leave this with you guys and, and let you guys know that I'm rocking with you and that slowly but surely I'm transforming to the Mamba mindset. Like I told you, I got the book that's almost done. That's, that's going to go into uh, not publishing, but uh, going into production as far as editing and graphic design and all the business side of it. Uh, this year, I decided... I'm going to be a vegetarian and, and switch to eventually vegan. Um, I'm organizing a, a racism 
in diversity and equity inclusion committee on the job. I'm also thinking about doing uh, some investing uh, as a way of another stream of income. Um, And so I'm speaking these things as I'm holding myself accountable um, because I want to leave it all on the table that when I die, I did everything that God put in my heart. I just didn't work a nine to five and, and, and had a podcast, but I did everything uh, that God put on my heart, whether I was afraid, uh, whether I had confidence, um, whether it was something I never saw myself doing. I, I left it. <clears throat> I didn't leave anything on the table. Um, and I believe Kobe Bryant didn't leave anything on the table as it relates to his legacy. So I'm going to end with that. And stay tuned as we are moving into February. Um, Some interviews are going to be coming up real soon. So I'm excited about that. And I will talk to you soon. This has been another episode of Fatherhood Fridays with Chalmer. See you on the flip side of February.